Hi, my name is Danielle Mars, and I want to welcome you to our Sunday services on behalf of the Friend Foundation Church under the leadership of Pastor Eva Melton. I welcome you to come and listen and hear a word, a word to your spirit, a word that will help you in the weeks and months to come. And with that, we will open with prayer. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for the blessings of grace and mercy and allowing us to see one more day. Dear God, thank you for every person that you have put in each other's lives. Thank you for the the tribe, the the community that the Friend Foundation has been to each other and to the to the entire community near and far. Dear God, thank you for for having us, for keeping us near you. Um, we pray for all of the bereaved family, for all of those. We pray for them to have strength and mercy to just make it one more day, to see the hope and the blessing that it, that it is to come. Dear God, we ask that every ears, eyes, hearts, gates be open to the word that you have prepared for us today. Um, we pray that we are, we are listening and we are, we are ready to do the work that is to come for our purpose and vision. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. God is our Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. Amen. The bright and morning star. Hallelujah. So this morning, we're going to take some time to worship him wherever you are, whether you're listening by phone or watching live stream, amen. Feel free to join in with us as we reverence God on this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God.
God, we thank you for being, hallelujah, God, our Alpha and our Omega. God, we thank you for being the beginning and the end, God. Hallelujah. For God, there is none other like you, God. None can compare, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, you are a way maker. You are a miracle worker. God, you are a promise keeper. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus, God. Thank you for being our provider, God. Thank you for being our protector, oh God. Hallelujah, God. Thank you for loving us unconditionally, oh God. Hallelujah, God. God, thank you for all that you've done, oh God, all that you're doing, oh God, and God, all that you are currently in the midst of doing, oh God. God, we say thank you, God. God, this morning we extend our love to you, God. We extend our worship to you, oh God. Hallelujah, God. Not just because of what you've done, oh God, but because of who you are, oh God. God, even if we had 10,000 tongues, it wouldn't be enough to say thank you, God. Because God, at the bottom line, God, you're just so good, oh God. God, you're marvelous, God. You're magnificent, God. You're omnipotent, oh God. Hallelujah. And for that, God, we say thank you, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, God. Yes, God. Hallelujah, God. You are so worthy, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hello, I am delighted today to have been given the opportunity to share with you a few familiar resources that can be used to accompany you on your journey to manifesting your purpose. Considering your scriptural base that has been given to you by Pastor Eva, Luke chapter 14, verses 28 and 29, I offer you this title, Using what you have, using what you already have. There are five resources that I believe are essential to moving forward on the journey to manifesting purpose. And they are available to us. They are, they are resources that we have within ourselves, resources that we have been given along the way. And the first one of those resources is faith. Faith is the foundation of everything that a Christian does. Yet faith is, it's more than doctoral religion. It's more than a religious law. It's more than something that we learn. For the word of God tells us that faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we cannot see. In other words, it is the substance of all that we hope for and desire in life. Because it's necessary for growth, faith should never be stagnant. It should never stop growing. It should never stop changing, just as we never stop changing and growing in our lives. Faith is dynamic. It moves and it is active and it is directing always toward the things that we hope we can accomplish. The things that we know in our heart that God has for us, we have that active faith. Faith in God 
suggests that it has great dimensions and it has great potential, potential to discover, potential for new adventures, potential for great heights and expectations. These dimensions come with tremendous potential, potential for success. We all believe that if we, if we trust in God and if we have faith in God, that we will succeed on this journey. Faith is an action verb. And this action verb indicates that something is happening. Something is always happening in our lives. It's successive, it is continuous, it's concessive in events. It gives us confidence once again that God is a living, breathing God and God is an ever-changing God and our faith is also an ever-changing faith in our lives. So I ask you, where are you in your faith? Are you still back in grade school with the basics or have you grown enough in your faith to ask the difficult questions, the hard questions of God. You're not just the one sitting on the pew, listening to the pastor and taking every word uh, at its value, but you're questioning, you're looking for, you're checking, you're investigating, you, you're thinking about what's going on, your faith, is evolving into something stronger, into something better. Faith in the manifestation of purpose, we know is necessary. For, for, for a purpose might be out of the ordinary. A purpose, your purpose, might not be something simple. It may even fall in the realm of extraordinary. Can your faith, the faith that you have, take you out of your comfort zone? Can the faith that you have take you there to that extraordinary, that extraordinary event, that extraordinary purpose, and keep you there until it's fulfilled? Finally, is your faith in God your own faith? Now, you might think that's a, a strange question to ask. Is your faith your own faith? But many of us, somehow, we're depending on someone else's faith. We're, we're sitting in church and we're listening to people praise God and we're saying, oh, you, when they talk to us and they tell us how they feel, we think we feel that same way until we're out on our own, until we're faced with doing something on our own. And then we find out that that faith that we heard in church or that we, we heard someone else has, that we really don't have that kind of faith. We can't depend on mama's faith. We can't depend on daddy's faith. You can't even depend on Reverend Eva's faith. You have to have that faith for yourself, that dynamic, that growing, that, that, that moving, that active, that powerful faith that continues to take you through to manifest the purpose for which you have been called. Yes, all of those persons might be able to encourage you, but faith to do the work must be your own. Keep these questions in mind as you lean into manifesting your purpose. Secondly, let's look at knowledge. 
Knowledge is the accumulation of facts and data that we, we learn or experience in our own lives. Knowledge means that you're a thinking Christian. You, you have the knowledge of God. You know who God is. You, you, you know what God is like. You, you know what God requires of God's people. How much do you really know about God, though, that will assist you on this journey? There are lessons that you have learned and tidbits that you have gleaned along the way. There are, there are, there are situations that you've been in that will become treasures of knowledge that will help you as you continue to manifest your purpose. And as you go, just remember that yes, God wants your heart, but God also wants your mind. God wants your heart, but he also wants your mind. In Hebrew, the, the, the heart is considered the mind. It's considered the way you think. The center of knowledge is in the heart, but really it is considered the mind. Your thoughts matter. Thinking matters. Researching matters. Investigating matters. All of these things matter as you move forward and discover and manifest your purpose. Then there is the knowledge of yourself. What do you know about yourself? Have you done the work to discover your inner being and reveal your authenticity? Do you know how to be authentic? Do you know how to stand up and be that person that you really are when others want you to be someone else? Do you know, do you know, do you know how to, how to, how to, how to stand up under the pressure when others are calling you to do things that you feel are not right for you? Yes, you can use this knowledge, this knowledge of God, this knowledge of others, and this knowledge of self to accomplish your purpose. Now let us look at the companion to knowledge, wisdom. Wisdom, we know, comes from God. We're not born with it. And as we look around today, not everybody seems to get it. It is the ability to discern and judge which aspects of knowledge are true right, lasting, and appropriate to you for your life and for the lives of others. Wisdom reveals that it is not enough just to know. One must discern and determine God's desires in life's situations. Discern whether, whether what we know is good or is it a good thing for us to do or it's not a good thing for us to do. Is it a good place for us to go or not a good place for us to go? Is a good person for us to be in relationship with or not a good person for us to be in relationship with? Wisdom is one's aspect and one's point of view about life. Your sense of balance, your sense of understanding of how various parts and principles fit together is about wisdom. It opens our ability to relate truth, not only biblical truth, but truth otherwise, to the needs and problems that we encounter in life.
Because when we understand what we know, and we understand what we know and how to use what we know, it keeps us moving forward toward our goal. When we are attentive to not just our spiritual situations, but when we are attentive to all our situations in life, we realize that all of those areas come together for God to show us and reveal to us how we need to proceed. Wisdom embraces judgment, accepts instruction, and it also accepts constructive criticism. Sometimes that's kind of hard to take for someone to come alongside and, and tell us, no, I don't think that's quite right. I think you need to do something different. Or I saw that, but is that what you really mean? But wisdom gives us the ability to stand in that place and take that constructive criticism and use it for our good. And in the end, it informs us that we do not have to go it alone. We have companions. Our next resource is skills. Your personal range of abilities. Computer skills, leadership skills, management skills, problem solving skills, communication skills, time management skills, your ability to listen to others. These are all skills that can be used in all walks of life, not just in one area, not just in our congregational life, not just in our spiritual life, not just in our worship experiences, but they can help us and guide us in many settings. Business skills that go across the board in church, home, work, and family. Your skills to work well with others, to strategize and plan, or, or to remain calm under pressure. It's a skill, it's a skill, a skill that you have developed, the skill of teaching and helping, administration and hospitality, which, which are considered in the church as spiritual gifts, are also useful when it comes to manifesting our goal in purpose. All can be used by God. Though we may not have mastered them all, we have all in some point and some time experienced them all. And we can watch God provide what and who we need through them. Finally, we have resilience. Resilience. In order to be resilient, you have to be a prayer warrior. Resilience requires prayer, staying on your knees. Resilient people are both tough and flexible, steadfast and proficient. They're tough because they have or they have attained the stamina to endure, to stay the task. And if you've ever been in a position where you're being pushed and you feel you're being swayed, but you have to stay the task. You have to stay in prayer. They're flexible. They're flexible 
because they, they can adapt when things don't always go their way, when things don't always go as planned. They're able to adjust to the change. They're able to shift. They're able to make a shift. They're able to, to move to the other side. They're able to move in another way. They learn how to bounce back from disappointments and where the ideas don't work and when the problems come and when it's unexpected events. They learn how to bounce back. They learn how to stand in that place. Resilient people stay in God's face. No doubt some of you have been there. You know what I'm talking about. You, you've had some situations, some plans that didn't work out, some ideas that didn't work out, some events that didn't work out, that you had to start once again. You had to tweak them. You had to rethink them. And sometimes you even had to redo them all over again. But you stayed the course because you knew it was right. You knew it was for you to do, for you to accomplish, and you would not give up. We can be resilient. We can be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Faith, knowledge, wisdom, skills, Resilience. Jesus used all of them. He used them to move him on his journey while he was here on earth. He used them to manifest his purpose and active faith in God that would not let him quit. The knowledge of God, the knowledge of himself, the knowledge of others, the wisdom to discern the when the who, the how, the why, skills to manage, to teach, to heal and direct, and the resilience to stay with it even when it didn't look like it was gonna work at all. Although it caused him great pain, he endured to the end. This is what it means to manifest to see, to work toward, fulfilling purpose. And with God's help, you can. He has given you, he has given us the tools that we need to make it happen. And as we continue to tweak, and continue to stand and continue to be, God will be with us and we will fulfill our God-given purpose. Amen. And God bless you and thank you. First, I want to thank the Spirit of the Living God for being present with us on today and continuing to bind us together across this pandemic as we live in different counties, different cities, as well as in different states. And those who have joined us from around the globe, we thank you for worshiping with us on this morning. Secondly, I wanna thank Reverend Dr. Geraldine Daniels for number one, accepting the invitation to minister on this morning, number two, for agreeing to minister in a certain sermon series with us, and number three, for delivering 
this morning message and yielding to the Holy Spirit. And so we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. And we don't take it lightly because you're preaching at your own church this Sunday as well. So thank you for making time to be with us, to share with us. And we will glean from this message today and in the days to come. So thank you so much. And for everybody else who's under the sound of my voice, we invite you to give and to sow into this space. The Firm Foundation Church is a vibrant, growing ministry, and we're grateful that God has allowed us to worship with you on today. But if you would choose to sow into this space, there are three ways you can give. Number one, cash app. Number two, PayPal. Number three, mailing a check to the Firm Foundation Church PO box. And at the end of this service, you will see how you can use each medium that I just mentioned. But whatever you give, give gladly and give willingly. Please join me now in our closing prayer and our benediction. God, I thank you for being who you are. I thank you for your presence in this service today. I thank you for binding us together across the city of Birmingham, across other cities, across the county, even across the other states. And God, thank you for whoever listened in on today. But God, I know that even after we've turned our computer off, even after we've closed our apps on our phone, that your Holy Spirit will still be doing a work in us. You know what each of us need as individuals right now, God, and you know what we need as a collective. And so I thank you now for your Holy Spirit that will do that individual work with us, but also the work with us as a collective. I thank you for choosing us to be vessels for you. God, I thank you for everyone who came before the sound of my voice on today with the opening prayer, the music ministry, and the morning message. God, I thank you. I thank you for your Holy Spirit, God. Now we pray for those that are in any form of transition, that are in any form of transition now, God, that you would be with them, that you would walk with them, that they would lean into you, that they would trust you even when they don't know what the next hour may look like, God, that you are our constant and that you never change and that we can depend on you before we can depend on anybody else. And so God, help us to lean into you and that you can handle us in our stuff, that you can handle every piece, every emotion that we have. God, we thank you and we trust you. And now we just want to lift up the body of Christ all across the globe, the body of Christ all across the globe who are doing things they've never done before to get the word of God out to your people, God. We thank you, God, that we stand on the Great Commission and that we will take your word out. We will tell others about you by any means necessary. So God, I thank you for pastors who often labor in a way that others cannot see. I thank you for those who undergird pastors and stand behind pastors and make sure whatever is needed gets done. So God, we just thank you now for servants across this globe, those who serve you, those who magnify you because I realize and understand that the church's doors must be open even if it's through virtual means. God, we thank you now that every need is met in the body of Christ, that we can continue to be the hands and feet of Jesus in this generation. I pray now for the creativity in the body of Christ. I pray for the agility 
in the body of Christ. And I pray for our tenacity in the body of Christ. And I pray that every need that needs to be met happens. God, I thank you for servants coming from the East and the West to do what needs to be done in this season. So God, I thank you. I bless you. We magnify you. I thank you for protecting us. I thank you for keeping us as we come, as we go up and down the highway, as we go out, as we have to, God, keep us safe from all hurt, harm, and danger. And as we leave this virtual space, may you walk knowing that God is with you. May you lean into God like you never have before. We still have some days ahead of us. And so I pray for your strength. I pray for your creativity. I pray for your tenacity. I pray that God continues to open the windows of heaven over your household. And now may the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with you now and forever. May God's face shine upon you. In the name of Jesus, go in peace. Walk in.